listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? Happy Tuesday, and welcome back into the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. I am James Grande, joined by the Counter-Strike and NBA pro here at FA Nation, Sean Mitchell. Sean, what's going on, brother? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Just uh, <laughs> getting ready to, for another NBA slate. Guess got a decent little slate going on. We got lots of news to watch, and uh, it could be a real interesting one. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that news, we do have six games, um, and right. we have just massive implications starting us off in the beginning of the night with Miami-Philly. Um, both teams just riddled with COVID-positive players. Um, Miami should be able to feel the team, although we don't know what that team is going to exactly look like. We do know the likes of Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Goran Dragic already ruled out. So, you know, paint your own, Avery Bradley. So paint your own picture on how the Heat are going to look on Tuesday. Um, and on the flip side, you know, Ben Simmons um, actually expected to return Tuesday. So that's a, a positive thing for um, Philadelphia. We're going to see no Seth Curry. Um, Oh, shake. It's shaking. Um, I am looking to see protocols on, like, what the protocol... Yeah, I hadn't seen that. So there's a lot of unknown in Philly. Uh, Ben Simmons, for the knee, he should be back. Um, And then the rest of Philly is unknown, so we should really um, monitor the news that rolls in on Tuesday morning, whether they were just close contacts. Seth Curry will definitely be out. He tested positive, so um, at the very least, Seth Curry... Right off the bat. Yeah, he's out. Um, other news we're waiting on, LeBron and Anthony Davis both listed as questionable. Kyrie Irving already ruled out. Um, DeMar DeRozan has already been ruled out as well. We have John Wall hitting the injury report with a migraine. He is currently questionable. Colin Sexton was <laughs> in the starting lineup tonight and Monday. We are recording on Monday night and then was scratched after lineup lock. So you got to wonder if he suits up. Darius Garland, another questionable. He has missed a bunch of games in a row, though. Um, yeah, five, sure. exact. So more so. Yeah. So I wonder if he will suit up Tuesday. Eric Gordon also listed questionable. Um, Lakers, Houston, playing this little back-to-back uh, type series that that we've seen all year. Um, Joe Ingles listed as questionable could it be jordan clarkson's season once again um interesting possibly maybe the return of jeremy lamb on the second night of a back-to-back um and something i missed which we just kind of saw come across the wire was victor oladipo is questionable to play tuesday we have a back-to-back for indiana so definitely something to um take into consideration oladipo just two years ago uh, suffered a gruesome injury that kept him out for an entire year. So uh, definitely interesting to watch if Oladipo ends up sitting on the second leg of a back-to-back. Um, but because of all this injury news, Sean, we only have three totals. And um, Lakers-Houston, 223.5. We just saw this game. The Lakers looked excellent against the Rockets. But things could be different from a fantasy perspective if there's no John Wall because um, that means – Fire up all your James Harden shares as you can. Um, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, 
Shame my name, shame my name. I really wanted to get that out there, Sean. I just I've been itching to say it. Um, two sixteen and a half, San Antonio two point favorites, and then Indiana Golden State in the late night hammer two twenty eight. Golden yep. State two point favorites. I I know they're good, but interesting. Um, interesting line opening up there. Golden State getting the uh, the uh, home court the home court uh, love there. But, Sean, you ready to jump in? We will start at the point guard position here, brother. Absolutely. Um, per usual, uh, we are using DraftKings. I will try to keep this positional the best I can um, for those that play on FanDuel. Like, we have LeBron and Harden listed here, but we know that on FanDuel they'll be shooting guard small forward. So, Steph Curry leads us off at 9-8. Literally let the world down. Um not for the lack of peripheral stats, but the fact that he went 2-4-16 from the floor yep. on Sunday. Um, not good. Very bad. Um, but it's Steph Curry. It is the Pacers on a back-to-back, and we have a great 228 total here uh, for us, Sean. Are we going back to the well with Steph Curry? Well, you know, it's funny. I was just kind of looking looking over his game logs and a lot of the things that I saw today were a lot of bounce back spots. And this one looks to be that same way. I mean, you look back the opener, he had 45 next game had 35 next game had 56. Yeah. Uh, the next time he scored 28 fantasy points a couple games ago, the next game 68. Um, and then, yeah, the next game was the 29 fantasy pointer that he just put up. And so we will see what he does next, but if you kind of follow that logic, I mean, yeah. He's put yeah. up some really good numbers in some back-to-back spots, 56 and 68. So, yeah, he's at home. He's playing against Indiana, uh, who could be without Vic Depot, as you mentioned already. So, yeah, I definitely think you can go back here. I mean, I think you kind of got to almost. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, um, just the early home away splits. We always know Steph loves playing. I mean, he loved playing in Oakland, and they've moved um, to uh-huh. San Francisco now in their home – their home stadium, but 50 fantasy points at home compared to 46. The field goal percentage is up at home. The three point percentage is up at home. He's scoring more at home and turning the ball over way less. So uh, maybe step just into that home cooking, uh, you know, so I think it is a pretty good bounce back spot. I, I do like the the logic behind that. Um, on the flip side of this game, it, it's really hard to ignore what Malcolm Brogdon has done. And, it's also very hard to ignore the fact that he's going to be guarded by Steph Curry most of this game. Yeah, I mean, Brogdon's been really good. I think I just I was just looking, yeah, 55 or more fantasy points in like his last three or four. Yeah, he's just been good. 55, 57, 54, had 40, almost 44 last game against, uh, you know, Phoenix, a good Phoenix team. Um, I say a good Phoenix team. They're, they're getting blown out currently <laughs> yeah. by the Washington Wizards, by the way. But nonetheless, I digress. Um He's been good, yeah. I mean, he had a really good string of games there. Uh, has has a, a probably seventy five percent of his games over forty fantasy points. He's just been playing really well. I mean, can't really say much, and and definitely he gets a great matchup, and could also be without you know the usage leader for Indiana right now in Vic Oladipo. So that all could play to his favor. Yeah, with Oladipo off the floor this year, 27% usage rate, 1.34 fantasy points per minute. So elite numbers out of Brogdon if Oladipo sits. Um, I think Shea Gildish-Alexander feels feels pretty comfortable right now, Sean. Um, We're looking at 50 
51 and 55 fantasy points his last three games um all against good defenses all in slow paced matchup well brooklyn was an up-tempo game um this is another tempo spot for the thunder the spurs currently ranked 12th um so they are in the upper tier of the league in terms of pace um i think we go right back to the well here with uh with sga don't you yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, if you kind of look like, you know, his first three games of the season were four year more, and then he had kind of a skid. He went 23, 34, 26, and then that's when he started coming back up. So you kind of see that, that, you know, that steady, gradual grind right back up, had a couple of rough games, and then now it feels like he's, you know, finally settling into that point guard spot. You know, this, this it wasn't his spot last year. You know, Chris Paul played the, you know, the point guard spot. So, Maybe he's finally getting warm, getting into that seat where he knows he's he's numero uno on this team now. So we know we fade San Antonio backcourt any chance we get. Derek White's still out. Lonnie Walker had cramps the other day. You know, they're playing Pat Mills 30 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got to go back to SGA here. Agreed. Um, I think he's actually probably on a per-dollar basis as good as Brogdon and Curry. I know Curry has – way more upside at least what he's flashed and but like Brogdon and he both kind of have this shown the same ceiling and we're getting SGA at a $600 discount so I think that's interesting there um moving down the list DeJounte Murray let everyone down and I mean everyone but the kicker is we get another matchup again without DeMar DeRozan and we get a day off and maybe it was the back-to-back that played a factor for murray he shot five for 15 five for right and he didn't really provide us with the normal everything honestly 36 minutes i mean he played minutes so the minutes were definitely there yeah right shooting day didn't do well so i think we go right back to the well here um what are your thoughts on the next couple guys like conley I like what he's doing. Cleveland has been surprisingly really good defensively this year. Um, I know that's crazy to like say out loud and listen to out loud, but heading into the Monday slate of games, they were the number one ranked defensive efficient team in the NBA, which again, crazy to hear. Um, but it's just, it is what it is at this point. And then we have Jamal Murray who has looked pretty bad in three of his last four games. And, partially due to just Denver involved in like blowouts a lot of this time, partially due to Murray just kind of taking a backseat to Jokic. Uh, do you have any love for Conley or Murray in this next, uh, this next year? Yeah, I think Conley's fine. Um, his price is fair. Like you said, 38, 41 last two, he's been playing decent, you know, playing 30 minutes a game over his last three um, was you know his shooting started to come together a little bit. He had a couple of bad shooting nights, went three and ten, three and fourteen. Then the next two nights, which was the last two nights, followed up with six of twelve and eight of thirteen. So yeah, he's kind of coming around. It's a good spot. Um, I know you mentioned you know Cleveland has been a little bit better defending the guard spot, but none, nonetheless, you know Darius Garland's still out. Um, Dante Exum's still out. Damian Dotson's a pretty good defender. Uh, but uh, I think Conley still is in a decent spot. Probably more cash, not not tournament. Yeah, I agree. At, at that price tag, it's way more of a cash play. Um, I think if 
so like I'm pretty much all in on Tyler Hero if this game plays tomorrow. There's they just have no one else. And we've seen Tyler Hero actually leads the Heat in minutes played this year. Um, he plays big minutes and blowouts. He has been pretty damn good as well, averaging 30 fantasy points on the year. And I know that doesn't reach his 6-7 salary, but no Butler, no Bam. Like, it's just, it's the Tyler Hero show and no Dragic. So, like, we're going to see 40 minutes potentially out of Tyler Hero. I yeah. don't really care about the matchup. He's going to play forty minutes. Well, actually, what it comes down. I was, to. I was actually going to chime in here in a minute and say that Philadelphia has just been absolutely shredded by wings lately. Right. Brad Bill went for sixty actual. I mean, yeah, true. So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, you know, uh, Karis Levert has smoked him twice here lately. Um, so yeah, I, I totally, I totally don't mind at all. The simple fact that I know that a lot of the guys are missing for both teams, but the same fact you got. Philadelphia, who's ranked fifth in terms of pace, and Miami, who's ranked tenth. So you've got two really, you know, teams that like to run up and down the floor here. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 a decent price. I don't love the price. I don't love it getting kind of closer to seven K now. I'm sure on FanDuel it's probably still around five point four. I haven't looked, but uh, yeah, I don't think you can can afford to to pass right over him. I don't think you can afford to just say yeah, I'm gonna fade. No, it's 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 actually a really good spot. Yeah, it's it's going to be a spot that I will not be fading. Uh, I'm going to put a, a a sign over my computer, over my desk, saying get a post when, just when everyone is out, play the team's best player. When COVID hits a team, play the play the best guy, and that's just what it's going to say because it's going to be 40 minutes. It's going to be 30 shots, um, kind of like we saw here with comes a, here comes a Duncan Robinson 48 pointer. Right. I mean, we saw this happen <laughs> the other day with Christmas Philly. Day. We saw this happen with Philly. Day, Duncan seven, um, seven, yeah, Duncan four. Robinson. Right. Duncan Robinson, Christmas Day was definitely a uh, a slate breaker, was in every winning lineup. Um, they, I think they were short, too. I think short Butler that day, weren't they? Uh, he either him. didn't play or he left. That he was left the game early. he left early. It was one of those, one of those two options. Um so I'm definitely going to go back to well with Tyrese Maxey, who looks great again. It, uh, actually, I take it back. Ben Simmons should be back. Cross that out. He it, should still play. He yeah. still should play if, minutes. Satan Milton is out, the guy down below him, which it says he is, then Maxey should be the direct backup on the point guard, right? Yeah, he'll be the backup point guard, and I suspect he I hate the price. Even, but... it's, yeah, I suspect that he'll play – more minutes at the two, especially over guys like Isaiah Joe and Matthias. Like they're both playing good minutes again um, on Monday night. So I suspect we'll see more Maxi and Simmons kind of play like we, like we see with shake Milton and Simmons at times. Um, So I think we'd see that Um, moving down the point guard list, Sean, do you have any, any value options you, that you see on the board that you're interested in? No, not anything that I just love. I mean, you know, I was looking at Damian Dotson again for Cleveland. Obviously, he's going to continue to be in play every night that they're shorthanded and they're still short. But, uh, yeah, actually there is one guy, Yogi Ferrell, who Cleveland just signed on a 10-day contract, and I know he was having a decent game. He is flat-out bare minimum at 3K uh, against Utah. And likely is probably going to see minutes again. I mean, they're even with Sexton. Well, with Sexton, he didn't play today, but 
nonetheless, uh, they're just depleted in the backcourt. They have no depth. Uh, Exum's out. You know, if, if for some reason that Sexton definitely doesn't play, then he'll definitely be a value play at 3K, bare men. Yeah, I think that's interesting to bring up because it, I think it's going to depend on the status of Colin Sexton and Darius right. Garland. Um, but if they don't play, I, I could definitely get behind them in salary, Yogi Ferrell. Let's shift over to shooting guard where, I mean, let's just face it. We are we are playing James Harden if <laughs> John, John Wall, Wall sits. sits. Yes. We are we are playing James Harden if John yeah. Wall sits. And it's a revenge because LA just totally ravished Whoop. him last yep. game. Whooped him. This and is, this is a revenge game back in Houston again and it's a rubber match. I, I really yeah. I was on Harden in the last game thinking that he might go off and that was probably not good of me because what you know, Wood and while we're in, but yeah, if Wall sits for sure, you definitely got to go back to that. Well, yeah, the shot attempts have been I down. Guess. Harden's kind of playing the uh, the 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 passing uh, guard, and Wall has been the one scoring. Uh, Harden has nine or more assists in four straight games. Uh, he actually has eight or more in every game he's played this year, but uh, especially lately, I mean, no more than seventeen shot attempts in his last four games is interesting. But we're going to the well. Eric Gordon also questionable, so like. All the shot attempts for Harden potentially yeah. here. Um, we gotta love where we what we saw to Donovan Mitchell uh, the last couple games. I know the peripherals weren't there for against Detroit, but I mean we've been begging him to shoot the ball better, and he shot fifty percent from the floor the last two games. Um, I know the price isn't great, like eighty four hundred. We really have to get that ceiling game out of him. But we don't really have many other options. Like, if we're not talking Donovan Mitchell, Sean, where are you looking here at shooting guard? Because um, I see one name that stands out to me, especially if Joe Ingles sits. But like, who else? Who else are we looking at? This shooting guard's pretty bleak on on Tuesday. I don't know, man. Uh, if you look at Dennis Schroeder, uh, last two games, thirty-three fantasy points, thirty-two fantasy points. Put up 33.25 against the same Houston team if in the event that, you know, I know both of those guys are questionable again. Um, had some really good peripherals there. Two blocks, two steals, seven assists, five rebounds. He only shot three of ten in that game. Played 35 minutes against Houston last game, 33 fantasy points. I think he's definitely interesting. Um, other than that, I was kind of looking at Andrew Wiggins. I know he played last game, still put up 33. Uh, it, you know, if, if Vic sits, they're going to be playing maybe Aaron Holiday or Jeremy Lamb, you know, I don't, if Jeremy Lamb is back. So I think he could maybe have an upper hand there. Um, so I kind of like that spot for him at home as well. Other than that, yeah, below that, I know I know you want to get to Jordan Clarkson, and I'll go ahead and let you, you know, I'll let you lead on that one. Well, we saw what can happen when Joe Ingles sits. And it right. was something that we discussed post-live stream when – um, Joe Ingles was officially ruled out. Mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson sees the biggest bump um, on the team. Uh, the usage bump. So, n- so when Joe Ingles sits, Jordan Clarkson averages 1.28 fantasy points per minute, the most on the team, more than Conley, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Um, the price is not appealing, uh, but if you want to talk about revenge, DraftKings still has Jordan Clarkson wearing his Cleveland jersey. <laughs> um, that could be, you know, incentive enough to play Jordan Clarkson. Uh, 5,600 is, is 
a tough price, and I'm not going to pay it unless Joe Ingles is out. Agreed. But if, but if Joe Ingles is out, I think he's firmly in play in tournaments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he might even approach cash range. I mean, you know, we've seen, you know, we've seen the flash. I mean, I don't know. It is a bit risky. It is a bit risky for cash, but it's borderline. I think I, could, I think I could see a case if, if only if Joe Ingles is out. That that's it. Only though. If we are we chasing the points of one Lonnie Walker to Himadu Diallo? Lonnie Walker, I think, is more feasible. Um, considering we know he's going to start, we know he's going to play lots of minutes. And no DDR. And no DDR, just like last game. So he played 30 minutes, shot nine of 19, took 19 shot attempts. So right. that tells you anything right there. You know, had three rebounds, four assists, a block, and a steal. 25 actual, 40 fantasy points, but uh, roughly. Uh, yeah. Like I said, had cramps there within the third quarter, had to come out for a few minutes too. So, I mean, you know, he could have easily put up 45 fantasy points. It's, I mean, it's not a, not a bad matchup. Not a bad matchup at all here. Uh, he had a little bit better matchup, I would say, against Minnesota. A little bit faster pace. But, yeah, overall, I think you can still look there at 5.4. I don't think that's too bad of a price. With Diallo, I want to I want to be all in with Diallo. I'm not going to be lying. I'm not going to lie. Like, 43 back-to-back games in just 24 and 29 minutes. Um, but he shot the ball really well. 10 of 14, 8 of 13. Uh, been really good on everything else. You know, four steals last game. That's pretty hard to sustain. But um, the 11 rebounds against New York, um, you would not expect that with Julius Randle, Mitch Robb, you know, those guys. He's been really good. But I think it could be a little bit of luck. I don't know. And just the simple fact that he's, you know, last game shot, you know, nearly 70%. So, so I don't know. It's hard to love whenever you don't know what kind of minutes he's going to get. But I definitely like him. Yeah. Lonnie Walker, if if you had to guess Lonnie Walker's usage rate with DeMar DeRozan and Derek White off the floor this year, what would you guess? 26.7. 30.1. Wow. Um, higher than LaMarcus Aldridge. I would be, yeah, I thought I would be much closer. Higher than LaMarcus Aldridge, DeJounte Murray, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, and Keldon Johnson. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. Do you know what that means, Sean? Lonnie Walker is the highest usage player on the Spurs <laughs> without DeMar DeRozan on the floor. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, <laughs> moving down the list, uh, the aforementioned Duncan Robinson checks in at only 4,800. I have to think he's one of the chalkier plays of the slate, um, just given who Miami is going to roll out there. I think Danny Green is another guy who's in play. The... the um, Philadelphia is actually getting torched by like 30 right now. So yeah. it looks like it's going to be an early night for Danny Green. Rest up those legs. Um, but after Danny Green, I don't think I want to go anywhere. Actually, I see one name that intrigues me. But uh, where where are you looking after uh, Danny Green? I have one name myself, actually. Um I really feel like in my gut that it's time to jump back on Dort because it is San Antonio. We know that they are exploitable in the backcourt and that small forward position. And he's playing good minutes. You know, he's playing really good minutes, not shooting real well, two of nine in the game before. Only taking four, six, nine, eight. I mean, he hadn't taken a whole lot of shots. Hasn't been putting up just a whole ton of those, you know, extra stats that we want. But 
It's a good spot. It's a really good spot. It's at home. They've been on a four-game, five-game road stand. So, yeah, you get Dort. No, is it six-game? No, it's five-game. Okay. So, Dort back at home here. Um, kind of get back home, rejuvenate, sleep in your own bed, you know what I mean, type deals. But, yeah, 4K, I mean, he's, he's definitely worth a look in, in tournaments because we know the upside that he has. We were on him, you know, on the first couple of games of the year where he scored 29 and 39 and then 21 and a half next and then kind of – has been has been in a slump. Time for a slump buster for Dort. I'm not totally against it. I just think uh, I'm looking at Popcorn Machine um, to see if he, the Diallo play has cut into his minutes. And so. Diallo played so well in that second quarter against the Brooklyn Nets that Dort did yep. not check back in in the second quarter until three minutes. Uh, left hopefully after that's, hopefully that's some some confident you know maybe that's a little bit of uh, the intimidation factor that you know makes him a little better to hold that hold that starting spot because yeah. he's you know coming for it so. um i don't know just 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 a gut feeling yeah i'm not it's not i'm not telling i'm not saying it i'm not disagreeing i i do think there is some um merit going there especially with the minutes um he just needs to shoot a little more yeah, he's got to shoot more and better. I mean, like I said, his shooting has not been good, and he hadn't been taking a lot of shots. Um, my guy was actually Ben McLemore, who oh. the I mean, we could possibly be without John Wall and um, Eric Gordon, so we could potentially see Harden maybe start at point guard here. Uh, Houston's backup point guard, they don't have one. It's James Harden, so. Um, if that's the case, I mean, we've seen Ben McLemore start a whole bunch of times. I know he only saw 17 minutes the last time out, but if he gets up to, what, 24, 25, he's only $3,400. We know he can fill it up. Um, so yeah. I, I think if, if Eric Gordon is ruled out and John Wall's ruled out, I think there is some merit to going to um, Ben McLemore. Let's shift over to small forward, and we just assume LeBron's going to play because – he plays every game. Um, interest level in LeBron at $10,000. Well, if... I mean... <laughs> he's going to play. Like, just just pencil him in until he doesn't, right? Because he's listed as questionable, and then he plays. That's the thing, is he's, he's played big minutes, and especially... I mean, he just played the same matchup, and it, it was a 222 total, or that's what they finished with, and he still only put up 41. I mean, I know he only shot 7 and 15, it's just, I don't know, here lately, you know, he put up 45 and then 40. It's not like he's been overly active. I mean, he's 10K. You need five, you need 50 points, you know, 5X just to hit even value. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can go there. I mean, I know it's it's the game flow would be good. Everything should be good. All all signs point to everything great. And then you just look at the price and you're like, only 10,000? I don't know. It's weird. I think, I think if, um, if Davis sits, I'd be more inclined to play. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of agreeing with you. Like, I, I don't, there hasn't been tremendous upside. I think last game there, he could have gotten there, um, because he has been playing 34, 35 minutes. So give him the extra four or five minutes. We know LeBron can do a lot in that time. Um, yeah. But for now, just tournaments, I think, uh, 10K, it's not, like, the most exciting uh, play. But we know Kyrie Irving's going to be out. Um, 
we going to play Karis LeVert tomorrow? $7,600, $300 less than he was. He looked okay. He didn't look great, um, but the usage was still there. The minutes were still there. Um, talk to me about Karis LeVert here. I mean, he gets a, you know, it's it's not the best matchup in the world uh, going, it, but it is at home, you know. I mean, it's not like they're in Denver, so that does play to his advantage, I think. But, yeah, I mean, Durant kind of stole the show again, you know. I mean, but, you know, he shot 8 of 17, so he shot 17 times. It's not like he wasn't chunking up shots. That's for sure he was. Just didn't give you any blocks, didn't give you any steals. I mean, that really kind of hurt. Um, the, re- the rebounds were down, and I could probably imagine that could have been a reason for Durant and, you know, the assist. I mean, we're kind of around the, the median range there. So, really, the big thing is he missed shots. I mean, if he makes a couple more buckets, you're looking at 42 to 45, and he would have easily, you know, exceeded the value of the price he is in this matchup. So, yeah, I don't love the simple fact that Denver is one of the slowest teams in the mm-hmm. league as far as pace, but when you look at Brooklyn and them being the fourth, you know, ranked pace team in the league this is quite the you know pace up spot here for denver so yeah i think you i think you can look there um i'm gonna rattle off some names here in the mid-tier let me know your interest level um sure. keldon johnson uh ddrless spurs we have seti osman second night of a back-to-back his elevator price tag um andrew wiggins 63 in one of the best game totals on the board at least from what we have yeah. currently and then Will Barton, uh, I think Michael Porter is still Michael Porter is on the COVID list again. So um, talk to me about that tier of uh, small forwards right there. Well, you know, I, I know I kind of jumped the gun on Wiggins already with announcing him in the shooting guard spot, but honestly, yeah, well, like for the main reason that you you know mentioned, this game has the highest total on the board. Is that late night hammer? You're going to want a couple pieces to it. Um, can maybe stack him with a Steph or something, maybe Draymond Green, who almost had a triple-double, you know, the night before. Uh, I think I think Wiggins is in a good spot. Uh, you know, Kelton Johnson has, has really been hit or miss lately. I'm not really sure. I can't ever seem to get him right. Me uh, neither. I've I literally played him on the two worst nights. I played him on the 12-point night and the 20-point 20, 20 night. Every game, you know, it, it, it seems like he's had a couple of those in between, but it seems like, yeah, I played the only bad ones. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say he's not worth going back to because we've seen we've seen the production. Um, we know it's there. So not not hating on Keldon Johnson, but I think Wiggins might have maybe a little bit more upside. Don't love the matchup against Indy, but it is at home. He's been decent lately. So that's kind of where I'm looking. I think Wiggins over – Chetty and I think uh, over Keldon, you know Chetty, his hitting he's hit or miss. He's really as he played 31 minutes of the game before tonight, which I haven't looked to see where he's lined up right now. Uh, I know he was doing decent, but not great. So yeah, you know I think I think Andrew Wiggins is probably where I'm looking. Osman is doing okay, but he's not going to get us there if he's 6K if he this type of production. Um, right. Moving down the small forward list, we have uh, probably maybe the lowest we've seen um, Boyan all year long at 5,200. This is the second slate in a row we've seen him here. Um, Hasn't really looked good, but definitely a price tag that is appealing. Um, 
it's kind of surprising to see Justin Holiday here at 5K, but he has been really good. Um, could get a bump if Victor Lodipo sits. I think that there's some merit to Justin Holiday. We could even see him in the starting lineup there. Um, if Oladipo sits, Sean, I think Doug McDermott would be in line for a bigger role because we could see Holiday shift up to the two, and mm-hmm. Doug McDermott could see around 30 minutes coming off the bench uh, against Golden State here. Yeah, and of course, you know, you mentioned this real hot, you know, hot total. Uh, yeah, I definitely would be trying to find some some of those backup players if Oladipo is for sure out. Most definitely would be looking at you know those those backup players, and then yeah, if if Holiday does slide in and play the two or the three, I mean for whatever matter, um, you know Holiday could likely slide in at the two, but you know you get Holiday at the three, uh, yeah, I, I mean I think you could definitely look at, at Doug Dougie McBuckets. He had a couple of really good games to start the year, and then kind of wore off a little bit, kind of cooled back down, uh, but we know you know at his price he's only three point nine, so you know you need roughly nineteen to twenty fantasy points. I think he can probably get that. Yeah, I think he can get that. Um, I think in 29 minutes he can get us a little more. Um, probably the last small forward I would be interested in is Andre Iguodala. And that's because they just don't have people. Like, they just they just don't. There's just nobody there. So, um, I, I think this could be a game where we don't see Iguodala play like 40 minutes. Um, we have seen him play 26 minutes in a game. I think he can get to 30 um, he was, this is a revenge spot for Andre Godella. Not that he has like a, a bone of like hate in his body. He seems like a, just like a really good dude. Right. But you know, he spent a lot of time in Philly, won the playoff series as an eight seed with Philly. Um, so interesting, uh, to see Godella there, uh, in, yeah, as one of the eight you. guys. Let me ask you, what do you feel about Talon Horton Tucker's? 35 point your last game in 21. Um, I feel like that was he shot 90%. He had four steals and five rebounds, three assists. I mean, you know, I'm a THT guy. I, that's why I wanted to ask because I was but like, I just not it, going there on the small forward list when we, which I mean, which if one of those guys sits, I mean, I knew you would probably be there anyway, but for the simple fact that he's playing the same team that he did this against in the same arena and just totally smashed them in 21 minutes, basically in all garbage time last game. If one of those guys sits, definitely. And you know I'll be right there. I just, that's the problem is, does this game stay more competitive? And if so, I mean, he's going to play, he he seems to have carved out that 20-minute role regardless. I think Um, so, yes. And I think he's starting to kind of feel it a little bit more too. I just can't. Like, the steals have been there. He's averaging a steal per game. Um, I just can't ever, like, in good conscience be like, yes, because we saw this matchup the first time, he's going to shoot 8 of 9 again the right. second time around. Um, that's the only thing. And and I'm not saying he's not going to be in my player pool. I mean, he should be in our player pool, just like Kyle Kuzma, just like Montrezl Harrell, just like Dennis Schroeder, all the guys that could potentially play a role while we don't know the official status of Anthony Davis and LeBron, um, which is a good segue because we don't know the status of Anthony Davis as he has a hip issue that is listing him as questionable. Um, Even though with he's had this hip issue, he's looked 
way better of late, um, especially offensively, 27, 23, 26 actual points. Um, the blocks, Sean, have been pretty tremendous as well. 3-3-3. Three, 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 um, three. Four, four games in a row with three blocks, so you get that bonus on FanDuel. That would be uh, obviously an elite type of uh, upside over on FanDuel, which is generally where Anthony Davis thrives. Um, last year, I had my big night on FanDuel with Anthony Davis on a night where he had like 21 points in blocks and steals because um, Anthony Davis is elite in those two categories. He just is. For a big guy, he is, he is elite in the steals department. Um, if he plays, I think he is as good of a spend-up as there is with the way he's shooting the basketball and the way that he's going to be a size mismatch for anyone that uh, Houston can throw at him. Um, and if he's not, fire up your Marquise Morris shares, fire up your Kyle Kuzma shares, your Harold shares. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely yeah. If, if, <laughs> obviously, if he's playing, we're going to definitely be looking at him. At him, um, if he doesn't play, then yeah, there are definitely options behind him that we'll be trying to utilize as well. Um, how are you feeling about uh, Durant? You think he uh, can uh, do this against this thing, against a Denver team that's been pretty good defensively, or at least de- decent this year? Yeah, I mean, look, we're talking about one of the three best players in the NBA. Right. Probably one of the two best players in the NBA. Let's let's be honest. It was him and LeBron. The year that the Warriors won the finals, uh, people were coming away saying Kevin Durant was the best player in the NBA. And that was the first time we really heard that while the LeBron era has been ex- in existence, you know? Like, yeah. we, we haven't heard that. And... It was true. Like, he was clearly the best player in the NBA that finals and and coming into the next year. And he was great the following year until the injury. So, like, yeah, I think Kevin Durant can do this against anybody. Um, And the fact that there's no Kyrie Irving, it's going to be the Kevin Durant show once again. I honestly don't know why... DraftKings had the day off and their algorithm, they didn't like adjust their algorithm at all to price him over 10K. I, I, that doesn't make sense to me because even in games with Kyrie, four of his or three of his last four, he's gone for 50 plus. So even uh, at 9,400, Sean, like there's, he's giving us like a lot of upside. So I, I think my builds honestly like start with Durant. And then if hard if Wall is ruled out, obviously things may change. But as of right now, my bills are starting with Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of why I alluded to that question because I mean we, we just saw what he did, you know, without Kyrie last game. We know he's gonna, you know, he only took twenty one shots, but he had eleven, but he did everything else, and still puts you almost you know sixty fantasy points. So yeah, that's exactly why I asked that because I knew we'd be on the same page there. Totally, totally fine with that. Uh, yeah, and I do think you can easily start <laughs> your builds with him. Uh, and then the bad thing is, is once you kind of start looking a bit lower, you have some bonus, uh, you know, against Golden State. That'll be a good one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once you start kind of getting down a little bit low, lower than that, you got Nance, uh, Aldridge, and then you're really looking at the bottom of the barrel. So, you, I mean, in my opinion, you just, like you said, just kind of pay it for Durant and kind of go from there, especially on DraftKings. 
Yeah, I, I think that's actually the approach. And I think the guys that you mentioned are probably where I'm looking to. Like, Aldridge just feels too cheap um, without DeRozan. We saw 39 fantasy points out of him. 21 shot attempts is, is really elite. He also has a 29.9% usage rate without um, DeMar DeRozan. So I suspect Aldridge is pretty chalky, but uh, definitely in play. Draymond is interesting um we knew the shot attempts would come we we knew the shot attempts would at least you know we'd see an uptick in that department yeah Yeah. i mean he's never going to be a 15 to 20 shot guy but the warriors need him to be more than he was and you know he knocked down two threes and look what happens we we almost get triple double um i think he's a good play he was under 5k (laughs) that last late but look 40 40 fantasy points at 5,600 still is more than enough. So uh, yeah. I definitely think Draymond is in play. Then we start going under 5K. It's interesting because, like, I was on Rudy Gay the other day, and I think that was stupid of me because it was a back-to-back. But we had seen Rudy Gay play 28 minutes in a back-to-back and actually have his best yeah. game of the year in that situation. He is strictly a tournament play for me. I think he can go back to the well there. I don't think many people will. Um, but where I think we should go is I think we should go right back to Trey Lyles. Who, <laughs> I was just looking at his. I was he just didn't thinking. shoot the ball, but he, John and I have been doing this podcast for three years now, and maybe four. And obviously, happy be hap, happy to have like you as an addition, but. Since we've been doing this, and when Trey Lyles was in Denver, he used to play 20 minutes a night in Denver, and we used to beg Denver to play this guy more because he'd be a fantasy point-per-minute monster. And was he that the other night? No. But he started. He played 35 35 minutes. 35 minutes. And he got us 10 rebounds. 35 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's what I was saying. I I was... waiting to see if you were going to go down there or not. And I was like, man, is he going to go to Lyles? And then I knew he was going to, and then you say it. And I was like, all right, we're on the same page. But, yeah, I mean, 3.3K, the guy played 35 minutes. Yeah. Got out, got the start. Um, don't know if they'll go that route again, but if they do, I, I mean, easily. He's probably going to be the the free square chalk play of the slate. I mean, I suspect they would. And, again, I suspect that to be the case because – OKC is running out Al Horford at center, who's not, you know, your traditional center. He's more of an athletic big, and that benefits, you know, you know what I mean. I'm not, like, calling Al Horford, like, athletic, but he is a more mobile center. How about that? Um, Not really Jakob Pertle style, so (laughs) it feels more Trey Lyles-y than, like, a traditional bang them with like more purtle on the floor so i could see another situation where lyle starts and plays 30 minutes and um even if he doesn't sean like 3300 if he plays us 24 minutes um he can get there because we're looking for 18 fancy points and plus that gets us that gets us probably to harden and durant if 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 it comes to it like if we wanted to play harden durant like, if you plug in Harden, Durant, Lyles, if those are the first few players in your lineup tomorrow, you have $5,300. So, like, 
you really do have a lot to play with. Yeah, you can easily do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. Like, I still think that even if he you know, does come off the bench, uh, yeah, I totally agree. If he gets even 18 to 20, you just talked about, you know, how he smashed in just 20 minutes in Denver. I mean, I know it's been a year or two, a couple of years, whatever. Nonetheless, he's still a young guy. I mean, yep, we know what he can do in 35 minutes. So, if he does get 20 to 25, yeah, at 3.3, Okay, I don't think anybody could argue that. Let's shift our focus to center. Um, actually, uh, do we have – I'm just looking at Miami, who they possibly could play. So, Kelly O is listed as probable. I think he'll be chalky as well. Um, and Precious, I think, would be chalky as well. And Precious is 31. So, um, how do you – like, where do we go here with Miami? Like, do we play Precious at 31? We know Kelly O is not afraid to shoot the basketball. Is he kind of a core play for you? Because we know Bam's out. We know Haslam's out. We know Myers Leonard is questionable. Like, Kelly O and Precious, like, break down both those guys for me. It's really tough. I mean, if Kelly – I mean, obviously, if Kelly plays – we. We can probably lock in 30 minutes for him, I think, easily. Um, you know, played 32 last minute against Washington. Put up 38 fantasy points. If he plays, he's likely the one that I want, obviously. Uh, the price is still cheap. I think, it's, I think it's fair. It's not cheap. It's 5.3, but I think it's fair. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm not hating on Precious. If You know, if you – I mean, he's got plenty of games where he's eclipsing the value at 3.1K. Uh, and playing a lot less minutes. So, yeah, if, if we think that he can play, you know, between 15 to 20 to 22 minutes, I easily think he can return that value. Yeah, I, I it feels like a precious game, and I don't mean that literally. No, I, I mean, I could easily see it. I'm not going to lie. I think I could easily see that. Since we're kind of in this limbo power forward center position, let's just head to the top of center where – Nikola Jokic is $11,000, and we have for years preached centers against the Nets, and now we have the center against the Nets. Um, maybe after, after a dead game. After a dead game. Um, if, if John Wall sits and Eric Gordon sits, who do you prefer between Jokic and Harden? Um, Jokic, um, for the simple reason that Houston's playing LA, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Brooklyn's been good, um, but nonetheless, there's still running with a very, very fast pace, and this is going to be a huge, huge pace up spot for Denver. And I mean, you want a guy like Jokic in a high, you know, a game, a high game flow, fast paced game, you want him to be in that because we've seen what he can do. We no, the assists, the triple doubles, everything. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think for me, I think I think it would still be Jokic. I think it'd be a toss up, and I don't think there's like a wrong. I almost feel like, like there's no wrong, wrong answer. answer. I don't think yeah, like they both with. could. They both could go for seventy, and then it's like, oh, okay. Hey, it's me, Kevin Durant. Or, or just them both, right? <laughs> or just playing both, and then risk fading Kevin Durant as well it it's going be, to be i mean you might be able to get durant and if we get some value you know out of, of uh, you know some teams you could easily maybe play a total stars and scrubs with those three. Oh man that's that's tough i mean it would um, be absolute stars and scrubs 
That is tempting. Um, speaking of another start, Joel Embiid was off to an incredible start, and then the wheels fell off for Philly. He hasn't played in like a quarter and a half. Um, I think he'll be well-rested as long as he's not sitting, which I don't know if Philly can really afford to do. Um, I think he'll be under-owned, just considering the star power we have on this slate, considering Harden, considering Durant, considering Jokic. I think we get a very under-owned Joel Embiid that is intriguing in tournaments. And then the rest of the center position is interesting. We have Drummond against Utah, maybe without Sexton. Um, he was off to a good start, and then he looked like crap the rest of the game. No. Rudy Gobert uh, in a good spot against Drummond on the flip side, but we know there's like no upside in him at 8200 That's just ludicrous price tag. Right. Christian Wood could be in one of the better spots at the center position if there's no John Wall. We saw him go for 50-plus multiple times without Wall. Um Jared Allen, 6,500, continues to be solid. I think he profiles as a cash game play. Anyone else, like, interest you, or do we just kind of just spend uh, up? We're not going to know right now, obviously, but Miles Turner has been playing well, and I hate to even bring him up because it, it, it's funny. I got asked in the DM why we never recommend Miles Turner today, and I'm not going to mention who, but they'll know who it is if they listen. But And I said, the reason is is because Miles Turner is a mixed bag of emotions that you never know which way it's going to yeah. go, and I hate playing him on the road. I mean, but the simple fact that he's been good lately, uh, but it was at home, don't, don't get me wrong. He, you know, 31, 42 and a half, last game, put up 42 fantasy points against Phoenix, had a really good game, shot really well, shot six of eight, only took eight shots. I mean – so it's it's not great, it's not good, and the price is definitely not not the best. Uh, but it is Golden State; they're not playing a true center either, and he likely fits in really well there. So you know, Wiseman's only playing seventeen to eighteen minutes. They're you know rotating in guards and small forwards, Eric Paschal, and so it's kind of interesting for the spot. Big total. Uh, it is that late night hammer. Um, other than that, you know, below that, it, it's it's definitely really bleak. Um, there's really not anything that, yeah, I just I just love, you know, Cove, Co- Cousins was actually playing really well. And it, obviously, um, if Wall, you know, sits, maybe he might get a little bit of extra run there. You know, maybe, I don't know, Wood played the four or something. I don't know. It could, could happen some way like that. But, you know, he was off to a decent start. He had uh, six points, four rebounds, and a steal. Uh, before he got ejected last game, he had, you know, in eight minutes, he had 14 fantasy points. So I know we're not getting a lot of minutes out of him, but, you know, for the simple fact that they might use him a little bit more against L.A. if he doesn't get ejected, he probably crushes value, but he is four and a half. So it's it's a little bit more expensive than you would probably like to pay. Um, my, my concern would be he's been ejected in two of the last three games. <laughs> Is it, does so he like? Want, you know, I mean, does he want to play or not? That's does the he, right, and that's the question. Like, and that was a bad foul against LeBron. I mean, yeah, that was a terrible foul. I'm not one. I'm not one to try to give LeBron freebies, but he deserved that one. That was that was a bad foul. It was a bad foul, and in today's NBA, you're gone. Like they reviewed it, and you're gone. Um, I'll throw Al Horford into yeah. the equation. Uh, not playing yeah. like a ton of minutes, but I think we can like kind of safely put him at like 28. Um, under 6K, he went for 38 fantasy points. 
more of a more of a cash game. Yeah, against Brooklyn, right? Um, more of a cash game play, but San Antonio has given up a lot of fancy points and a little pace up spot yeah. for um, our dude Horford. How do you feel about your boy Mark Gasol? I I, that's where I was going next, and <laughs> and I know you asked me because the minutes, and we saw twenty five minutes. The minutes were always going yep. to the minutes were always going to rise because Mark Gasol is still good at basketball obviously he's a shell of what he once was because he was 1a 1b with cousins in terms of centers a couple years ago yeah. um Let me minutes, ask you. Oh, i'm sorry good no no i mean i just think the minutes are if the minutes are going to be there at 25 i think that there's more upside than what we saw the other night and i i do think there's some gpp merit i think a could could get get us like 30 fantasy points in a matchup like this Okay, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not disagreeing at all. I mean, he can. We know we've we've seen it, right? And and he is getting that you know routine twenty to twenty two minutes, which I think is totally fair. It is a good matchup against Houston. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly kind of why I brought him up because I I figured I would probably agree with with your logic, and I do. So, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But what I was going to ask was if John Wall is out, how do we feel about PJ Tucker? And I know he's a power forward on Fanduel, but he's just uh, eligible. Now, don't get me wrong. Hear me out. 21, almost 22 fantasy points, and then 34 in his last two or three games. He's playing tons and tons of minutes. I know the floor is terrible, but in GPPs, I mean, he has top 24 fantasy points in, oh, I don't know, three or four of his games. I mean, it's a rough it's rough spinning, and I probably wouldn't have to go there now that I even brought it up. So just, just, like, let's just – like, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, we know the dude, he's in a conditioning game about every game. He just, like, this is like well, Andre Robertson Jr. get a few extra shots. That, that is the only scenario I will consider P.J. Tucker to be in my play. You know, it has to be Wall and Gordon both sitting. Because those two, are, they're, yeah, both, yeah. they're both, they're both two highest. Obviously... Yeah, so that's the, that's the only scenario. <laughs> okay. I mean, just... Throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Um, Other than that, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I think I think that wraps it up. Um, yeah. We have uh, – there's only five games on FanDuel. So, anyone listening, any of the Miami-Philly uh, breakdown that we provided, don't even worry about it. Don't listen to it. Um, and ultimately, it could be down to five games anyway if Miami can't feel the team. So we'll obviously have to wait um, to see the status on that. But, um, Sean, big thanks to you for, uh, as always. My pleasure. And, uh, we'll have a full slate of content once again, playbook, fast break. Um, I think I'm on the playbook, Sean. Uh, I'm, you're generally you're – a, you're a value vault guy through and through. Um, are we on – are you on the vault tomorrow? I am, yep. Sean on the vault. Um, we have the live stream. We have the starting five. We have all the all the juiciness here at Fancy Alarm, and uh, we'll we'll see you then. Absolutely.